Friday. Welcome home. This is the Residency Podcast. I am Jeff Tomasic with Drew Belcher and Lil Raven. Yes, sir. Bringing you the biggest guests and stories in entertainment, business, pop culture, and sports from our studio on the Las Vegas Strip inside the Mandalay Bay. Make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. You know the drill. This episode is brought to you by Mandalay Bay. If you need your music fix and want the ultimate summer vibe, Sublime is headlining Mandalay Bay or Mandalay Beach July 2nd. Beach, or get some major laughs when Nick Cannon presents Wildin' Out on June 25th at MGM oh, Grand Garden Arena. The Baby Mama King, dude. I know. <laughs> Nuts. He's not undermined. One of the biggest sports weekends of the year is coming up as well. UFC Fight Week with Israel Adesanya headlining UFC 276 on July 7th. That's going to be massive. We'll have a bunch of UFC guests for that one. As always, come say what's up at our studio inside the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook anytime. Another great episode. We've been on a hot streak. Um, today, we have the pride of Canada, the loudest and most luxurious of all the DJs, <laughs> the curators of all your favorite summer bangers and Tau Group resident DJs here in Vegas, Andrew and Joe from Loud Luxury. What's up? Wow, what, what an intro. What an Solid. intro. <laughs> great Solid, intro, right? No was, pressure at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back home to Vegas, right? This has got to be your second home. This is our like second it, right? home officially. For sure. Awesome, man. Is it, are, where do you live actually now? Not Canada anymore, right? Well, uh, LA, no, permanently? no. We, we haven't lived in Canada in for like, a minute. I don't know, like six years or okay. something like that. So where's like headquarters but, uh, now officially? Like technically here. Technically? Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's go. I love that. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, like we're, we're never around really. Like we're here like every week, but. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Hotel room life. For sessions, we're in LA quite a bit just because that's the epicenter of everything. You yeah. know, there's so many people there and it's just spontaneous. Like, hey, you want to meet up? Let's get in a session, you know? So it's nice being close to that as well. Yeah. So West Coast vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. Don't West lie. You're, you've become accustomed to Vegas now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's second blood. No, I mean, growing up in the coldest imaginable weather and then coming here, it's like night and day. It's not terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mind the heat, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's great. We love the heat, but uh, big hockey fans being from Canada. Yes, sir. Yeah. Knights we do love lot? the Knights. We do love okay, the Knights. Okay, I was going to say, so you probably hate the Golden Knights. We do no, love no. the Knights. Okay. No, unlike They've been very the good league. to us. Yeah. They've awesome, been very good yeah. to us, but we're awesome. Maple Leafs fans, so. Okay. okay. So I have to. That's fine. Have to rep Toronto. It's a struggle either way. I'm actually going out there next week. Really? Yeah, Toronto. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to go hang out with some of my Toronto buddies. I haven't seen them since like the lockdowns. Oh, wow. So it's the first time we're all going to be able to get back and go out there. Let us know. We'll we'll, uh, set you up. It's going to be fun, man. That's our spot. EFS to 4 a.m. For sure. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for you to say Drake, dude. You're not hanging out with Drake or anything? It always comes back to Stephen Carboni. 100%, man. Every time. For sure. I've never part. I've never had a big weekend in Toronto ever. Oh, my God. It's pretty lit. It's incredible. Go to Cabana during the day. We're playing Cabana next week. Oh, where? What, what day? Are you Sunday? there? I'm there next week. No Perfect. way. Boom. Done. Yeah, on the 5th. Yeah, I'm there on the 5th. Yeah. Wow. wow. Let's go. Let's this go. Is big. This it's is big. Let's go. We make dreams happen in Canada. It's official. That's going to be a really, really we'll, special We'll clip this moment with them just. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah literally. Sure. That's Fast it. Uh, me spraying you with tequila. Done. Like, Done. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> By the way, this podcast is multicultural, multi-country now. It's big. For sure. All right. Can we get some background real quick? How did you guys meet? How did the duo form? We met in college. So, uh... Uh, I was like the president of a DJ club and Andrew came to the first meeting and then we just started like shooting the shit and started producing from there. And then it kind of like kept snowballing. And then when we were done in college, we moved to LA and just like packed our bags or broke as shit. And then just basically like fended for ourselves for like three years wow. making music and like stuff kind of happening, but not really. And then like body came out and things just like went to a whole nother level. Sick. That was the moment, huh? Yeah. When you were in college, obviously... DJ, wanting to DJ was 
this even on your radar? I know you're used to it now, but no. was this even on your no, radar? No, not as at all. Yeah, being realistic, I, like I, actually being a thing. Yeah, yeah, like and a thing that's this big. No, right. traveling, doing like these ma major shows you guys are doing now. I mean, you better you world. have better chances running around in a lightning storm with a rod, right? Than, <laughs> than like actually being able to like yeah. do this. You know what I mean? Like, Incredible. did you guys joke like, oh, what if like? What if this happened when you were in college and then now it actually is? Like, it's gotta be a little surreal I, looking I think back, the reason right? we got into it is, you know, we'd see people play like Avicii, rest in peace, Calvin Harris. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I feel like I could do that in my own unique way, right? Mm -hmm. Like you kind of feel like you have something new to offer, sure. but the idea of actually making it there right. is like a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I was saying like political science in school, you know, so. <laughs> Fork I in the road. I mean, it's, essay, but it's like totally parallel worlds. Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard to make it as a successful artist. And, but like, listening to like those guys, right? Was it more of we want to be DJs and play these guys' kind of songs yeah. or we want to go produce songs like this? Produce. For sure. Got yeah, it. yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah, DJing, you won't go like super far. Like there's Unless some people. Your own stuff. Yeah, like there's some bigger guys like Vice and like some of the, of the dudes that like aren't like specifically known for producing, yeah. but they're just like the sickest DJs. Like yeah. I, we went back to back with them during the Super Bowl Vice? and I was just like, I was watching him. I was like, Jesus. He's awesome, the best, man. man. Like, crazy. I grew up with DJ Vice. Like, I used to run the sneaker stores. So insane. That's my the guy. best DJ I've seen. The best. He's awesome, man. I love that. So, I mean, it's funny to think now, because I, I just remember when I was in college and what I thought, like, success would be, and then that just changing year after year after year. But, I, I mean, I'm assuming from the start, looking back now, it must be, like, a huge, crazy, like, oh, my God. You had that, like, oh, aha yeah. moment. Like, no, we got we're, there. Yeah, we're, we're really proud of the journey. Right. Just because, like you said, it was totally against the odds. Like Joe was saying, we moved to Los Angeles and basically shared a one-bedroom apartment. We say this in every interview, so it sounds cliche at this point, but we slept in the same bed just because we couldn't afford it. I left that part else. out originally. But <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he went there, so it's good. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Very clearly, there was a pillow in the middle. Yeah. But... I mean, that was where we grew things from right. the ground up, you know? And now being here and even speaking to you guys, it's definitely humbling. Definitely yeah. humbling. That's, That's sick, awesome. I love it. Do how often do you guys get hit up by college kids since this is your story to like, <laughs> hey, like we're next. How do All we become a DJ? Yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. fine though. It's cool. Like, well, like if, if somebody actually hits us up like that, like even at shows and stuff, like they're like, oh, like, can I send you my music? And like, like that's totally like fair game. Cause like, for me, for me, when I was starting out, because like I started a little bit before Andrew, I would go to like all these shows and try to meet the DJ and like like give them a USB with some songs mm -hmm. and stuff and be like, hey man, like check out my stuff. Like, so yeah. it was a little bit harder back then, but like now it's like you can just hit hit them up, no problem. Like sure. whatever. Yeah, use my yeah. SoundCloud link. Yeah, or whatever exactly. It is, right? Yeah. It's is just, there is there one that you got one time that you were like blown away by? One one that stood out for me was that Morgan Page, who's a legend, oh, right. won a Grammy for yeah. remixing Dead Mouse. Um, and I think he actually plays in Mandalay Bay. He, we gave a USB to years ago, and he never really responded to the music, probably because it fucking sucked. <laughs> but <laughs> years later, years yeah. later, we're signed to the same label. We're on mm -hmm. Armada together. And he's like, hey, I remember you guys from like 2012. Like yeah. awesome to see how you, far you've grown, That's you know? Awesome. Yeah. And we just I, like hung out and it was very cool and just very like on an even keel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it That's was cool. Right. That night I remember driving like three hours just to like go like try to meet him. That's incredible. Like literally yeah. just like, here you go. Here's What's it be cool, right? If maybe in five years, somebody that's been trying to give you their demo or give you their sound. Yeah, like, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's super and cool. That'll be their yeah. moment. That'd be I, I'd feel a, a bigger sense of joy if they did that and then I actually helped them 
And then right. they're like, they got big because of it. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah. cool. Like I did that as opposed to like them doing it. Like, sure, be sure. Like, I'd be like, oh, cool. Like I helped them. Yeah. Gotta pay attention to those DMs now. You know We check all the time because that's where like stuff that gets added to our sets comes from is just simply finding a mashup that someone made on TikTok. That's cool. You that's know? awesome. And then we'll just DM them and they'll have like 400 followers and go to TCU, for example. Right. You know? Um, but the tough thing is, you know, going back to the college shows, we play all these college shows. They're amazing. They're so much fun. And a lot of people come and ask us for advice. And I sometimes feel disappointed because I feel like there's they're looking for a cheat code almost like what's this one thing mm -hmm. that can get me to the top. And it's so much more complicated than that. And the yeah. one only thing that really brought us to here is just persistence. Just relentless That's obsession. That's it, right? Yeah, that, it. that was it. And the hard work, yeah. right? You can't skip the hard work right. to get to the end. Yeah. That's, that's the only common pattern between from when we met in 2012 to where we are today. The formula changed a million times. You know, this sound became popular. This sound, you know, okay, TikTok's the thing now. You got to adapt. The one thing that just stuck was persistence. That's it. And saving money on two beds. Yes, very, <laughs> obviously. We're very I mean, that helps. Yeah. Very lean. That helps. Very lean. Very sure. lean. Uh, speaking of TikTok, you guys are one of, like, obviously everyone's getting on it now, but you were early adopters. You really understood it. And we've obviously seen you guys on the platform a bunch. Thanks. What significant role does TikTok play now in releasing music? Oh, dude, it's crazy. Like, yeah. and now it kind of dictates things in, in a sense because it's like, now the music is almost different because people are sort of making songs for TikTok sure. to like do well on TikTok. So there's a different mentality when you're actually making the music. And then also like, I mean, like it, it's, it's really a good platform too for people that are smaller because it's like, you can have a song release on it and then it does like crazy, crazy numbers. And it's like, well, there you go, there's your exposure. Like there it is, yeah. you know Listen, what I mean? Do artists get paid from the streaming from TikTok? You don't get, no. you don't get paid, okay, got it. but yeah. I mean, in a sense, it's like you kind of get paid later down the line because if a song like just goes crazy on TikTok, then like it's going to perform yeah, they're gonna very well yeah. and everything they're else. They're going to go sure. find it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Music, uh, like music everything stuff. else. Yeah. Well, I, th I think we've talked to a lot some other artists, independent artists as well, who have found the balance between like duetting people or remixing songs yeah. versus their own content. Yeah. And I, I know you guys are like, you guys do did really good at like the lists and all of those you guys have, but then also pumped out your own music. And yeah. like that dynamic of both of those works super well for you versus a lot of people do one, they just pump out their music and they don't do a lot of other relevant stuff. Like, do you see now a balance? Like that was the key to Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have like a balance between the two. Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing is, it's like a little bit more challenging because we're DJs, right? So you have to find a different way as opposed to being like a singer because like mm. some people we know, it's like they can literally just make up a song on the spot on TikTok and sing it in front of the camera just like this and like, Literally, you'll get just like millions of views. Like, yeah. Yeah. The skill is just so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to have like a balance of the two. Who edits the TikTok videos? Honestly, they're really easy to edit. All we do yeah. is just film it off an iPhone and then make sure we overlay the audio so you have it in high quality. Yeah, no, it's very good because you guys it. do the voiceovers. You do the day in the yeah. life. You do yeah. some DJ we stuff. We do most of them. So, we do so most of them, but we have a video guy for some of the stuff that sure. is like, yeah, if we get too busy or something like that, he'll like help edit them. A hot take about TikTok though. I know a lot of people right now are frustrated just because it seems like you have to go viral on TikTok in right. order to succeed. I think TikTok is a blessing 
because it's the first thing it's felt like you can control in years mm -hmm. as an artist. Because when we first started off and it was all Spotify and Apple Music driven, we literally had to go on like MailChimp or a site like that and find emails of people at Spotify and pitch them our songs and oh, send wow. them stats. To playlist you know? and stuff? Yeah, just, just yeah. unsolicited. No yeah. one was doing this. Like we just randomly hit them up and be like, hey, check this out. The old back-ended LinkedIn stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. No, oh, seriously. Yeah. We'd be doing seriously. some like, shady digging. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A Jones at Spotify. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A dot Jones got one, it. Yeah. One degree away from being a professional stalker like that Netflix <laughs> yeah. series. No, you. for sure. No, like literally tracking these people down. And that's not a sustainable business model. Sure. Yeah. This feels like it's the first thing where it's like what you do can impact where this song goes. Yeah, and you Best can be organically found yes. by somebody that has the influence or the power yes. to choose that song. Yes. Definitely. Just because yes. of it. That's awesome. 100%. Yes. Our, our label's probably a little bit too reliant on this song needs to go viral in order to prove, like as a proof of concept. Mm -hmm. I think that's weirder just because, you know, look at all these songs that didn't do well originally that are taking off on TikTok. It's yeah. not always yeah, yeah. that quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not one way or the other, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's very, Opinion based, right? Yeah, this sure. one's a hit, this one's not. This yeah, one, and just because decide. it does well on TikTok doesn't actually mean that it correlates with doing well overall. Right. Yeah, but like, there, sure. is, there is a good probability. Like, I mean, if something does do really well and like you're an artist and you actually have something, then like you have something there. You know what I mean? And it's not just your label, it's every label now, right? It's, yeah. yeah, that's just the requirement of <laughs> releasing music. It's a big factor. Yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. Um, if you had a third member of Loud Luxury, who would it be? Lil John. Yeah. Ooh, let's go Vegas edition uh, okay you guys are homies right yeah. we should do like a can happen Again, why not something's I mean, brewing is there a better hype man than Lil no John? there's no, not for sure in the history have you have you been to his shows yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. crazy yeah they're yeah. insane so out of the booth he's yeah he's crowd. like literally like buzzing around the club the entire night yeah. it's insane yeah. like at hugs i think he starts outside of the dj booth like yes yeah he goes he goes to the far table or whatever pops up with don julio yeah he's a legend we have a confession low loud luxury Yes. Lil L cubes. L cubes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. That's hot. That's hot. Just saying. We have a confession. Okay. A lot of our show, a lot of ideas when we're starting to put it together is inspired by Lil John. We actually awesome. went to see him play one time and we told him this so we can talk about it, but we yeah. were literally like in the corner, just like making notes on like, what does he say? Like what kind of moments does he make? Because hands down, there is no one better in Vegas at creating a Vegas experience than yeah. Lil John. For sure. And his voice he fires is perfect. It up. His energy is insane. His voice is perfect. And probably yeah. one of the coolest musical pivots of all time. Like right. Lil John, yeah. 2000s, Crunk, crunk move from yeah. Lil John yeah. and the yeah. East Side Boys yeah. throwing yeah. out the hood. Yeah. Shit. yeah, to to Lil yeah. John being Fire like a, a halfway hip hop but EDM focused yes. mega headline DJ. Dude, he's yeah. a legend. Yeah. Guys, but I mean the ultimate pivot. Yeah. Because there's no one who's done that. <laughs> I could, I could yeah. be overanalyzing it, but it kind of feels like the crunk thing. It's like one of those weird niche trends that comes up. You know, like think about like when Owl City was big. It's like, oh, it's this cool little thing, but it's not gonna be here forever, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he saw it like that. Like, yo, crunk's awesome, but it's you know, it's a short thing. So how do I cement my legacy? Perhaps I'm overthinking it. No, 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 I think no. you're. I think you're actually probably right. Yeah, he, Lil Jon also yeah. longevity right has to be admired. Oh, he's longevity not going anywhere. That guy's not going anywhere. Relevant now, yes. five years, Always. ten years, like oh, before, sure. fifteen years. Like it's hey, all of his songs are hits. Yeah, literally yeah. all of them, bangers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> in all genres, right? That's it. He's the <laughs> I best. Love that. And they even and just his like 
uh, the Knights are a great example, right? Like he does like the all the stuff. His energy, the man, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, single-handedly, probably the reason tequila was so popular and is so popular. Right in the very beginning. Yep. Right in the very beginning. He, he did, dude. Patron. 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 Yeah. He was on fire for Patron. <laughs> yeah. Shots. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> um, all right. Obviously, our show is called the Residency, mainly because getting a Vegas residency is kind of like this ultimate success feeling yeah. right this tick off the box yeah. of you being like at the top of your game what what like what did that feel like how major was it to get a tag residency in las vegas so vegas is like if you're a dj it's kind of like the holy grail of like if you get a residency and you're like performing then you're like doing something right like mm -hmm. that's like the goal and that's like something that was always something that we wanted so i mean i remember in the beginning it's funny because we actually played at uh marquee day club Okay. That was the first spot that we played at. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I remember when we first did it, like we, we came to Vegas and we met with like some of the guys here and we were just like, like, like whatever, we were still broke. Like it took everything to like drive here and just like make it a trip kind of thing. But like it paid off and like, they really liked us. And, and then, and then it started becoming a regular thing. And, and it was very surprising because we were not actually sure like where it was going to land kind of thing. Right. And. I mean, since then we've been playing Vegas. Like we, we're almost at the threshold of like how many shows we should have been playing this year in Vegas. Like, wow. and, and we keep playing and we keep playing and they keep wanting us back. And, we, and it's the best nope. feeling ever because That's it's awesome. like, it's the best place to play because literally everything is there for you. It's always a good crowd, amazing hotels, great vibe. Like it, you can't get any better. Yeah. And people are here to party. Yes, That's exactly. what people are here for. And exactly. the venues are on the only reason. Yeah, yeah the yeah. venues like, Omni is literally like one of the best venues I've seen. Yeah. Spaceship. And, yeah. And Spaceship. we're playing Tau Beach today. I, we haven't been there yet and I'm like super stoked. It's kind of yeah. nice because we, ha I, ha I haven't gone there on purpose because I wanted to be sort of like a surprise when we played. Yeah. And Hawksline, you're OG Hawksline White Republic yeah. guys too. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 From the beginning, we actually, how this all started, why we're in Vegas is because one time we got asked open for Cascade. And I remember Sick. we did it for free because we were just so desperate to get into Vegas because we came here once and I'm like injected into my veins. I'm hooked. This place <laughs> is like yeah. the party capital of the world. We need to get in, right? And then after that, they're like, yeah, we'll like you. You know, we'll book you to open for Tiesto. We opened for Tiesto a few times. And then they offered us a full-blown residency. So it really started from the bottom, not to yeah. be <laughs> so Drake about it, yeah. but. Toronto. Yeah, I can't help it. It's a Toronto thing. It's your mate. It's ready, my guy. It, it I know, really 100%. started from, from the ground up. That's and, awesome. And obviously now starting to play, and then I think the transition of being like the headline act. Mm -hmm. That next movement is just, especially in Las Vegas, that's it, right? That's that's game over. Yeah. I love that. And pro ob obviously, I feel like once that pinnacle is reached as well, not that you guys weren't playing everywhere, but other cities around North America, especially Canada and the U.S., immediately you're like, okay, cool, we need them in yeah, they're Orlando in Vegas? Oh, or wherever yes, else, exactly. right? It yeah. has a big trickle effect everywhere else. Yeah, for sure. It gets a little hairy when you're playing in Europe. And then you got to come back and it's like, oh, the, the quick hop over yeah, that, yeah. that one got, that gets a little crazy there, yeah. but it's okay. That's why I got Matt. You know exactly. I mean? There you go. <laughs> Come on. Put it to work, my guy. Let's yeah. go. Um, what do you prefer, by the way, clubs or festivals? Uh, that's a tough one. Cause yeah. I really like clubs. Like there's something about playing like a small intimate club sometimes, like even clubs that are like a hundred people can be like more Ooh. fun than a festival. Sometimes. Oh, wow. So, you wow. know what I mean? Like we've done that before. Uh, but festivals, I mean, like, 
that it's like literally adrenaline to like your dome immediately. It's like uh, I can't even 50, imagine 50,000 people, like 80,000 people. It's just like, holy shit, that sure. hits you. Like you could literally be like on your deathbed and it would like bring you back up kind it's, of thing. It's crazy. It's, I've been backstage, obviously, at a lot of festivals, never playing, obviously. But like there, yeah, you while feel someone's it. on stage and you're just like, oh my you God. feel it, right? Yeah, yeah it's not, of course. And, like, but they're going nuts for you. That must be. Yes. Like and I've then, been hung over beyond belief sometimes where I'm like, I can't play. And then like, we'll go on and it'll be like, here we done. go. I Good to go. Like completely forget about and it. And then the fire goes up and yeah. the yeah. fire goes off. And you <laughs> just completely... That doesn't help when you're hung over. Definitely does not help when you're hung Fireballs in your face, it kind of makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ring in your head. Sweating. Oh, it'd probably be the miserable. The cryo is nice though. If you get cryo, oh. Yeah, yeah nice little cool down. Yeah. What do you feel you have like more control of? Like both those sound like incredible experience, right? But in the DJ booth at um, a nightclub or, or a, a ma major day club, Versus the festival, where do you feel like you have the most control? You have control time? over over both, both because yeah. you're controlling the music the entire time. So yeah. that's the outcome of it, right? Yeah. yeah. So it feels like the more you prepare, the more we put on a killer show, that energy is going to be given back into how the crowd God. reacts. Have awesome. you ever had a transition currently in a show because the crowd wasn't feeling it? Are oh, you able, are you able to yeah, read yeah, that? You have to transition. You can tell pretty quickly. Like sure. If people are like not vibing, then you just change it. Yeah. You know? Even yesterday, for example, we were like on the fly. Yeah. Oh, that's gotta yeah. be tough. No, not really. No. Yeah. Okay. No. How we prepare. we're pros. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, "Dude, we talking about, bro? We fucking said, do this fucking mullet. We're pros." Slow mo the wink when you go on the video, though. <laughs> that was so <laughs> good. We're, we're clipping the facts. Do we do this? Bing, bing. Yeah. How we prepare sparkle. is super simple. Imagine yeah. you have templates, right? So we have kind of like an outline of how we want to play a festival, how we want to play a club, how we want to play a frat, right? Yeah. And take, for example, we were in Portland last night. We walked in that room probably expecting it to be a little bit more like Vegas, -y, a little bit more like people popping bottles. And it was very underground. Oh. So we're like, okay, let's go into like our playlist that have some more underground music yeah. and go from that. Those frame of references are very important sure. to just being able to switch on the fly. Don't. don't yeah, you have don't. to do it. Yeah. All right. When one of you is DJ or one, when one of you is like really operating the booth at the moment, how do you figure out what the other person's doing with their hands? I drink. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. There's a lot of hand movements. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The quintessential DJ yeah, hand yeah. movement. Yeah. yeah. If you sure. wave. Yeah. There's the flail. There's the come here. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you see me open a can, it means that I'm not needed for like 30 seconds. There you go. There you go. I love it. That's always been hilarious to me. We're always laughing at like, we've seen the DJs a million times, right? And talked to so many of them. And it's always funny, like in, in, the in between moments, right? Like yeah. the front words, the back words. <laughs> yeah. the, the, My favorite is the <laughs> yeah. flick, flick. The flick is good. Yeah. There's a the flick is good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the slap. Yeah, the slap. Yeah, the slap. Uh, that's solid. Um, by the way, another really cool thing you guys just did, uh, Formula One. First oh, yeah. Formula One in Miami Ooh. ever. You guys got to play that. Holy what was shit. that experience like? That was nuts. Crazy. Yeah. Like, I've never seen Miami like that. I've been there a lot. Yeah. And I thought Art Basel was the craziest I've ever mm -hmm. seen it. But, like, that was on another level because it's like you literally go there and, like, every single celebrity, like, any single person within, like, this, like, room is there, basically. Yeah. So, like, we got in. It was, like, kind of hectic weekend. But then... Um, we did the show. It was outside of Fountain Blue, which was really sick. sick. Like, there's like a cool new setup that they were doing. And uh, it was us and David Guetta. Um, it was a huge, like, yeah. like a huge it night. Was super sick. And like Calvin Harris was there. So we got to shoot the shit with him cool. for a little bit. And like, it was just like an amazing night. And then like, we went out and partied after, obviously. It's and, Miami. But yeah, it was Miami. Miami, Miami was on another level. It was yeah. nuts. Wait till you guys see. They're expecting 
Formula One Vegas next yeah, year. To yeah, be, dude. To be the get ready. biggest weekend until the Super Bowl happens a couple months after that, but the biggest we'll weekend be there, ever. Get ready. Yeah. No surprises there. The main lesson we learned from Formula One is that it's the highest con- concentration of wealth I've ever seen. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, minimum tables for the show we were playing. Fuck, that's like a mortgage right there, right? <laughs> like yeah, It kind of sure. makes me sweat thinking about it. Everywhere. And the crazy thing is we're doing three F1s this year. Oh, wow. We're do- we Montreal. just did Miami. Yeah, Montreal. Nice. And then we're doing Austin as well. Sick. Austin yeah. so, yeah. sick, yeah. Montreal so, wow. F1 is the number one that I, one that I haven't gone to that I want to go. It's time to go to Canada. Yeah. I yeah. Dude, I've heard Montreal's yeah. incredible. So long story short, we got to start picking teams ASAP. Like, we got to roll up <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Mercedes yeah, gear. For sure. Like, got to decide your driver now. Charles yeah. Leclerc's my guy. Ferrari, baby. Let's go. Honestly, okay. I think he's going to win this year. He's been racing amazing. He's the That's best, awesome. dude. I, so I actually, long story short, I lived in Europe for a bit, so I went to a bunch. Oh, where did you live? Uh, I went to school in the south of France in Monaco. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, Monaco, you heard of it? I kind of know F1. Yeah. Yeah. Did your podcast know this about you? Or is this just a new bomb? Right uh, no, we talked about yeah, it a few yeah. times So before. why aren't you there right now? You're, you I went to grad school. For us? No, I was, I was in a ran, I was just a random middle America kid, and I went to Oregon State for college, yeah. and then... Monaco, the University of Monaco had the only luxury accredited MBA master's degree in the world. So I applied and they only take a couple people per country per year and I got in. Congrats. And I lived in Monaco for like 18 months. That's so sick. It was unbelievable. And obviously back then, Formula One was not popular at all in the US. So the first one I ever went to was the Monaco Grand Prix and I was like, this is unreal. (laughs) And then we went to a bunch all over Europe and I just became obsessed. And then for a while, when I moved back to the U.S., I was watching Formula One, and everyone was like, "What are you watching? Get bro? over yourself!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like seven in the morning, like, bro? "Cool, dude!" And now, now everyone's like obsessed with it. So you got to go to that one, which is this yes. weekend, by the way. Yeah, dude, it's I on wish. Sunday. I wish it's yeah. crazy to me. Next year, we're going to Canada next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next year, loud luxury residency trip, Monaco, Monaco yeah. Grand Prix. Woo. Put it on your calendars. It's crazy to me how literally one thing, like a Netflix series, can just change the whole trajectory of a sport. Everything. That's what it was too. That's it. It literally. It's literally just drive to survive. For sure. Even bigger than that, it's understanding that sometimes the the sport is the sport, right? It's just as exciting as it was before Netflix. Exactly. But the, which is kind of like content in general. Yeah. The human interaction, the behind the scenes of what people are doing, even if it's so like hard knocks for the NFL, right? Like once you see like how it really is or what it's really like, which is kind of why we do this podcast, right? Like what the hell is it really like to be a DJ and so on and so forth? We have an in what we do and it's all the college and frat shows that we do. Because technically Mm. speaking, could you just play Vegas every weekend and make better money and, you know, it'd be more comfortable because everything here is just so divine and like preset. Yes. But it's about kind of introducing that humanity. You know, funny things happen at these college. We end up crashing a party and we're like on the roof just like That's funneling dope. beers you know yeah and it that's crazy is like our way of introducing personality because you don't always get to show that at every show plus yeah, you're going, sure. there's something like you're going into their house right yeah. like their their yeah, school which is like epic for them right psychotic. Vegas, they're coming here yeah you yeah. guys coming there and them is like this is their home base yeah. like they're going nice. Well, we had that same feeling back in college um at the frat house like our school whether it be like aoki or zed's dead crashing it was like wow coolest night ever yes. like i'm not gonna sleep for like three days yeah that's yeah. what got me into djing was because this frat that we had it was sigma kai i joined it because i was like yo what is going on here like literally like the biggest <laughs> thing that was talked about is because steve aoki put a like a broom through the wall and like broke like the basement, basically. <laughs> and Steve like, Aoki played at your college when you were in college? Yeah, dude. We had literally like the best lineup. Of what year did you go to college? Yeah. Wh- this this was like, I'm a little bit older, but like this was when like LMFAO was blowing up. Oh, yeah. A-Track. Ten years um, ago. 
yeah. Avicii yeah. was coming all the time. Like Calvin Harris when he was like first blowing up. I feel like, like I missed this by Yeah, like, I graduated years, college in dude. 2011. <laughs> yeah. His parties have drastically the, changed. The best lineup of DJs coming. And, and like they would all come to the frat house afterwards. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I'm like, I got to get into this because this is like crazy. So then that's how I like kind of got my intro into it because I would like, DJ the frat parties and like that was like the biggest name. That's we had three six mafia. Yeah, no, <laughs> we would just plug in a fucking iPod and just rage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sound like it's a bad thing. Yeah, it no, great. it's it was great. kill to have three six mafia. <laughs> they, actually, yeah. they actually came to party like after, which was the coolest. That's thing great. Ever. Yeah, that, that's love amazing. That. But that's we the one that. thing that's that always stuck in my head, right? Yeah. How yeah. do you think even that college parties have evolved? Because we look at some of the college videos now, and like the production value oh, insane. at a frat dude. is now Man. unbelievable. Cornell. <laughs> Holy shit. Cornell? Yeah, Cornell University, their slope day. We did it like a few weeks ago. And like, I was blown away because we did the main event is, is like slope day on the slope. Um, and it's full and production. It was, it was full production. Yeah. Like, like everybody was there. But then like, there was literally like 10 other DJs, like, like big DJs being booked. And I was like, where are they playing? They're like, at this frat, at that frat, at this yeah. frat. And I was oh, like, wow. holy yeah. shit, it's like a mini like festival here, just like on the campus. House to house. Yeah. And this is a small it's like Ivy a festival League lineup. Yeah, Cornell is yeah. not yeah. like yeah. a... Dude, so, they go crazy. They go crazy that's there. Insane. So think it's about some Corn of the That's schools. a sneaky school. The yeah. Cornell's sneaky, a sneaky good. school. Yeah. Sneaky yeah. good, Cornell. Sneaky school. Like yeah. the Harvard's Applications to Cornell just went... Yeah. So now imagine that on a bigger level, like one that sticks out to me specifically is going and playing at Bama. Their frats have budgets to okay. like throw full on festivals. Yeah. It's not even a school event. <laughs> yeah. It's just the frat throwing it at their house and they have a full stage, you yeah. know, production, everything you can imagine. It's definitely even a far cry away from when we went to school. The That's frats wild. are like compounds there. That's crazy. Alabama's lit. It's different now, it's lit. dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dudes went I from like the old guys. Dudes went from like five hundred to like ten grand. Yeah, right. yeah that's yeah. crazy. Hey, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of yeah. AV AV stuff this year, so like, you know, it's gonna be ten thousand bucks a person. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. We're bringing in a disco ball. Yeah, it's the only sure. way. <laughs> yeah, dude, unbelievable. Like, I remember we had like a bootleg cryo cannon when I was Love in that. college, Love like that. super bootleg, like not even, and it was like the coolest moment in the yeah. crap party. The confetti poppers. Yeah, dude, unbelievable. <laughs> Things have really changed. Um, all right, quick question. We're, think, we've thought about this. What are your thoughts on celebrities becoming DJs? It, it can be really cool sometimes. Okay. Mm, like yeah. Pauly D. Yeah. 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 Fucking Perfect example. legend. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Legend. He's crushed it for a while he, now. That, he's Vegas. like one of the highest paid DJs. Yeah. Like highest earning people in music. That's it's crazy. Insane. Oh, wow, that's Another insane. longevity person. Yeah. Who's yeah. Just and like, he's a nice dude. He's like really yeah. like nice down to earth, like very humble, yeah. like chill he definitely guy. started on crazy TV. Yeah. yeah right? I mean, reality star to like, now. do you see, do you think sometimes it's, gotten a little out of control like someone just oh, trying just just trying it because of like course. it seems like a really with, easy yeah. like with celebrities <laughs> becoming djs the thing is cream always rises to the top so there are some celebrities like Paul d who we just talked about who are legit and actually they're because they're really good djs mm -hmm. and passionate about the music right, right the ones you know that are on the other side of that you'll probably maybe see for like a month and then you don't really hear it about them the, the influencer anymore. dj like yeah. crossover the best yeah. one is hodor Hodor, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Rave of Thrones. Legend. He took that and he soared. Yeah. Crushed it. Is yeah. he still doing it? He's I think he's still like, holding yeah. the door, to be Deep. honest. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when, like, the reboot comes out, his, yeah. like, booking goes straight yeah, back up. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, it's real. like a couple months away. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's like, yes, HBO, that's my guy. Let's rack this up. He's a super, like, deep, deep house, right? Yeah, he plays, like, really weird. Yeah, yeah. 
no, no pause. I haven't been to one of his sets, but I like I would a hundred percent go and be like in the crowd, like. Yeah. But I'm a fan because yeah, of Game going, of Thrones, just going. music for sure. Yeah. yeah. If you talk to the average person, they always think we're way more offended by celebrity DJs. Like, oh my god, that person just took your job. Can you believe the nerve that they're just gonna go get the decks and now they're booked everywhere? I'm like, there's enough space for everyone, you know. Yeah. And like the people that are not faking it are gonna stick around. Yeah. Especially, like especially now, like Vegas, right? It used to be like Labor Day, Memorial Day, New Year's, Vegas, or like. Even, these were like the mega clubs you had to go to a while ago, like the early Avicii Dead Mouse days, right? Yeah. And now Vegas has obviously gotten out of control. There's been, control. there's there's mega clubs on, you know, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. But the secondary cities now, the smaller cities, the clubs that they're opening are huge. Yeah. Like there's mega new, so many new venues for like top tier DJs like your yeah. guys self to Big go time. and perform on cities that never had that stuff before right there's no shortage of shows to be played now that things are like open and like back to kind of normal like we we have to like turn stuff down like mm -hmm. we're at the point where it's like this is getting crazy because we're just like buzzing around like the calendar's full psychos yeah dude that's a great problem to have by the way great problem. congrats on that yeah, yeah. it's a great problem that shut that one down guys can't do it <laughs> won't be there enough is enough yeah enough is enough turn the lights off um since you guys have been to Vegas, like you said, from the bottom to now, you guys have like an epic Vegas specific story that we need to know about. There's oh, gotta be man. a million, but you gotta. <sighs> I, I wish I could tell you, but I don't remember them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Makes fair. sense. That's fair. Um, I mean, my favorite personally was when Gordon Ramsay came up and like DJed with us for a little bit. We like brought him out. And what? Like, That's right. That was that was pretty That's sick. sick. That That's was pretty cool. cool. That's sick. Does Gordon, Ram does Gordon Ramsay have skills? I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we taught him on the fly. Okay. That's so, perfect. That's I think he's improved he's good with his since hands. then. Yeah, he's good with his exactly. Hands. Yeah, exactly. For sure. That Easy. was pretty lit. And then we became like friends after that. That's and he's awesome. and he's another example of like somebody that's like literally the nicest dude. Like like he's not anything like he is. Actually, I mean, I don't know if I should be saying this because it's like his TV persona is way different. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. he's like boys like come to my house. So we'll make barbecue. I'm like. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Gordon, whatever what you, you say, say dude. Kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. For sure. We had Todd English on the show. Legend. This guy. Legend. Talk about Vegas stories. Rockstar DJ. Rock not uh, chef. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Basically, could be a DJ. Could be a DJ, too. Should we but make him one? Yes. Yeah. 100%. The Todd stories he had, yes. No, no one, laundry yes. featuring Todd English. Let's yes. go. No one parties harder than chefs. I should you not. That's I, true. I'm yeah, speaking firsthand because my dad's up. actually a chef. And, no, and yeah. the funny thing is he's the only one that doesn't party. And his mantra was always, you can be anything you want to be, but you can't be a chef. And so I became a DJ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> another another yeah, honorable like, mention. Another honorable mention. We, we should add in, Guy in the Fiery fine print. To come out yeah. too. Oh my Ooh, God, if Guy was Fury crazy. Did? Yeah, because yeah, we were going for dinner. We were going to like Beauty and Essex or something. And we saw him outside and like, Everybody, it was so funny because everybody was like so like about like talking to him. They're like, and we we're just kind of there like waiting in line with like everybody else, just being like, hey. And we're like, we kind of have like some mutual friends and stuff. So we're like, hey man, like how's it going? We've never met before, which is crazy because there's so much like crossover. We're like, come out tonight. And then he literally hits us up at like 3:30 a.m. or something no. like that. And we're like, we we're about to literally go off stage. Like we we're about to be like, okay, we're done. Like last song type of thing. He's like, I'm coming. So we ended up playing like an additional 40 minutes because we were just like, come on, like we gotta, we gotta, like, yeah, we gotta yeah, play for the, yeah, Flavor the boy, Town. Like, come on. Flavor Town. We brought Flavor Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flavor, Flavor Town, Town dude. Exactly. Come on. And like I had a similar haircut to him at the time, so we were like twinning a little bit. Super that's noticeable. Dope. That's yeah. super. Like, that'd be, that's, a, that's a funny text, right? You're like, dude, it's a fucking guy. Yeah. 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 He's like, I'm pulling up, and he was like, he was lit, and he, it was just like, that's I heard he's a fun guy. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. I think the best thing about Vegas is that it's basically just Russian roulette with 
who's some crazy character you can yes. get at the club tonight. And that's what I love about it. It's like, okay, this athlete that you hadn't seen in 10 years is pulling up and then this chef, and it's just such a it's fun awesome. mixed bag yeah. of people coming and partying with you. Always. It's really why we did this podcast, right? Like mm -hmm. Vegas as an embodiment of like the epicenter yeah. of like music, food, sports, entertainment, pop culture, all of that kind of combining yeah. into one all the time. Yeah. It's kind of the idea we behind it. No shortage of people to talk to here. No shortage of great Every people week. who are coming Every into town, right? Which is, and mood people are just coming up and out of the woodwork all the time. It's nuts. And like you guys have seen probably like, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know you, I didn't know your two stories were going to be Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Classic. Legendary. I wish we yeah. had a third chef to complete the trifecta. For there. sure. We'll get Todd English. Yeah. We'll get Todd English. Todd English. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Flay. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Flay. Bring him all up. I feel like he'd up. We I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Todd English definitely a uh, hardcore partier. Bar Bobby Flay, I don't know. All chefs maybe. are. Yeah. All, all chefs are. All chefs We might just need a loud are. luxury we might culinary see. event. Just yeah, see. literally. Yeah. <laughs> just food and music, just the whole vibe. Or like, like a cook-off, perhaps? A loud luxury cook-off? I would cook definitely do a cook-off. Yes. Let's Barbecue. do it. Let's Barbecue. go. Uh, we'll go to the, we'll go to Alabama University for yeah, it. Oh we got it done over there. They got the budgets. Yeah, right. Um, let's go back to festivals real quick. Do you guys have, there's, same thing we were just talking about the clubs opening. Like remember there was a few festivals and right. now there are so many so festivals. Many. Yeah. Are there a couple festivals that are just the most memorable for you guys? Uh, EDC, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Because we still haven't played a single festival in the world where it starts at sunrise and then ends when the sun comes and sunrise. Up. That's <laughs> yeah, such yeah. a yeah, that's that's such a special experience. Yeah. In terms of just partying out in the night and all the lights and the beauty and the energy. That one definitely is a standout. Yeah. They always do really cool stages and like, for they, sure, for sure. yeah, sure. I mean, you can just go walk around the yeah. festival and get lost. Like South it's, America, it's really sick. Sure. Yeah, America? we did all the Lollapaloozas. That was Ooh. fucking sick. Yeah, like, cause, awesome. cause that one was like, literally it's like around the world. Like you're literally playing in like all of Europe. You're playing in South America, you're playing Chicago. That was pretty cool. Cause it was on my birthday. So like I got to play uh, yeah. the Chicago Lollapalooza. That's that. not, and that's the main one, right? I think. Yeah, the yeah. Chicago oh, Lollapalooza yeah. is the main one. Yeah. And, awesome. and, and they have such a like sick, diverse lineup. Yeah. Playing too. their Argentina festival, though, was hands down the craziest crowd I've ever seen. We probably go played nuts. for at least like 50, 60,000 people. And everyone is just jumping up and down doing backflips. <laughs> yeah, those like, numbers are nuts, dude. Yeah. Once, you, once, you start, awesome once you're starting to hit like that kind of threshold for crowds, it's like that's when it's like you could literally just stand on stage and just like feel the energy. Yeah. 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 It's really powerful. Cause it's not that many people isn't fathomable until you get to like a no, place seriously. like that and you're no. like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tiesto played um, on on the other stage that night too. And he was even saying like afterwards we went to go see him and he was like, dude, like that was like one of the best sets I've had. He was like, that was crazy. Like, that's awesome. And yeah. I was like, I was like that insane. <laughs> and, e yeah. and EDC became like a huge pride point for Vegas, right? Like it started and then yeah. it just became this like yeah. focal point of festivals yeah for everyone it's it's really hard to describe what it's like playing for crowds those sizes yeah. i'd say if you've ever been to a soccer game and you just see hundreds of thousands of people doing the same thing in tandem yeah that's sometimes what it feels like you know whether it be their chance away or whatever chance. yeah yeah, yeah. It, just, it just feels like this crazy choreographed thing that just like it's mind-blowing but like i said earlier you're in control of that right like whatever yeah. you're playing is what they're gonna react yeah. to yeah it's sick. definitely really humbling especially when we're playing our own songs and getting that sort of Ooh. reaction it's like wow that's dope. It's really disappointing to know that i'll never do that <laughs> ever we'll, we'll never experience you can that come on stage with us yeah there we go. can i do it. an intro we can bring you <laughs> Dude, on stage let's go let's go that's that's the only thing i could we could ever do is intro never say someone never, buddy okay let's go yeah, yeah honestly yeah. never say never we but. are ready Ever yeah. podcast it for 50,000 people? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Could we get out a couple of little cryo 
fire moments yeah, right? to a podcast. Yeah, right? Yeah, in the done. studio. Just after someone says a banger of a cool line. Yeah, when he wigged, there should have been like a... Yeah. yeah. Did you? I wanted fireworks. Yeah. yeah. The wink. The, yeah, we, need a, we need a button. We need, we need like a button. A, yeah. Like, Matt, come on. And I need you here. That was your cue. smoke machine. Yeah. It comes out like little leaks. Like a... Did you see that... Um, there was like some clip that went viral. You guys might have seen it on, on TikTok of that kid who was gaming in his house. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. Went, And he went super viral. And every time he, he was a Twitch streamer and every time he got a kill, he had a like a fire oh, pyro. Yes. In, yes. A pyro in his like in his bedroom. And his, like, his parents' <laughs> his house had no right. clue. Sounds safe. He's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. he went viral. It worked. Yeah, yeah. it worked. He's and the house right. didn't burn down. So, like, double win. <laughs> double win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and if he did, insurance sorry, mom. money. Insurance money. That, that's and a true, super viral. Yeah. yeah. That's a true victory royale. Yeah, right a, a true victory yeah, right there. Like, sure. it, that's how you get your streaming numbers up. That's how tough it is these days, dude. That's the competition <laughs> that we're sitting in. Set the bar high. <laughs> Screwed. We're texting MGM after this. Hey, guys. <laughs> Since we have no ceiling, you fire's allowed, right? Up, you got the trust here. You got like yeah. you got all the makings for a crazy, crazy setup. We What's the it. worst that could happen is the starting line of the We're email, good. guys. Yeah, hey, yeah. here's a quick question. Yeah. Um, in the studio, like on the production side, how soon do you guys know that you have a hit? Is it like, oh my gosh, wow, that was big? So unpredictable. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. We didn't know about body. It's like, really? we just kind of, yeah, I no. mean. Like, you know, you have like a cool song. You sure, like, oh, sure. this is a cool song. But like, you would have to be like literally the biggest fart sniffer to be like, this is a hit. This is the <laughs> fucking one, this boys. Is, this is going to be number one. Yeah. Wait, like, it, you released Body. It took a while for it to really like. Yeah, it took a while. As it does it with like any unknown artist. But that's yeah. exactly why, like Joe was saying, there's no expectation because, you know, it would be pretty audacious to be like, this song is going to be a number one song. <laughs> I no mean, one yeah. knows me, but this song's going to do it. Yeah. Everything more so just sits in the pile of, I'm excited for people to hear this. Yeah. You know? Okay. And as long as it sits in that pile, we know we've done our job. Yeah, yeah. Was there a singular moment that I like really turned for a body? Yeah, it's once people like actually started knowing the lyrics. God. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cause yeah. we were like, we were playing shows and like nobody knew really our songs, like kind of. Like we'd have some people being like, Yeah, this is cool. But like that was the one where it was like literally the entire crowd was like singing it. Ooh, that's such a cool. Yeah, it happened in Boston. Like I remember the first time I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is when there was like a snowstorm and we played in Boston as a favor to like the club or like like the club did us a favor kind of like by booking us because we were so like small at the time. Yeah. And and then we played and like we thought nobody was going to show up and we're like, fuck, we're so screwed. Like nobody's coming out tonight. This is a favor. Like, God damn it. Yeah. And then literally like it was busy as shit like it wasn't like sold out or anything but it was like almost like yeah. it was like really busy and then everybody was singing it and i was like what the I was like, like singing back your lyrics yeah yeah, yeah. i was so like cool. i was like how do they know That's this like it kind of just came out yeah summer yeah. 2018 was a massive turning point for it i think as soon as everyone got on their boats and just outside it just had such a more powerful connection than maybe just being like, yeah, this is a cool song. It's became no, it is. It's, it's, it's cool yeah. to hear during the snow. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, in the summer, that is yeah. the ultimate. And it's been the ultimate summer banger for the past couple of years, at least in my eyes, where it's like, Let's I go. need to throw unbutton a couple buttons. I need some sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, real A little bit of yeah. sunblock on the nose. A nice cold adult beverage. Yeah. I'm in. Some well, girls are I'm 12, all in. you know, yeah. just hang out. Bye, all man. my boys. The good news for Sounds you. Like a great time. There it is. Yeah. And that's what that song embodies. God damn it. I'm about to listen to it after you is that we have plenty more on the way coming out this summer. Right, perfect, perfect that timing. We, that we hope to create the same feeling. That's yeah, incredible. what, what That's is all. the new music on the horizon for you guys, for everyone, so, they, so, they, so everyone yeah, can know? Yeah, we got some good stuff coming up. Uh, we have a song actually with BB Rexa and Two Friends. So Huge. that's, yeah, that's gonna probably friends. come out uh, first. And oh. then uh, we're gonna be releasing 
a, a healthy amount of songs after yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Very then, healthy. After that, we have a single that's just us. Okay. Um, and I'm excited for people to hear that one as well, just because, you know, there's no gimmick. It's not like, oh, it's a collab with this person. It, it's just like in our eyes, like a really strong, feel good song. So all we're doing is just creating stuff like we were saying that we're like, I'm excited for people to hear this yeah. and then they can take away with it what they will. What are you guys yeah. thoughts now on like albums versus singles? Like, are you guys dropping an album soon? Or are you just like back to back to back singles? But you really have to do it right. Like, I love albums that take me on a journey. You right. know, if I could like think about your favorite albums, you know, you like play a, one like a really good four, weekend yeah. album or something like that. So for us, it's like, fuck, I can't do an album unless it gives me that sort of feeling. We'll you know? do it eventually. Yeah. yeah. And everything up to this point has just felt like we're just slapping a bunch of songs together rather than making a whole journey. Yeah. yeah. So we need to get that right. There's still we're still learning every day. That's sure. Yeah, yeah. We're still just trying to get better at what we do. Still. What's your guys' normal timeline of releasing music? Is it like it varies? Yeah. Like it, it's sometimes it's like if a song does really well, then they're like, wait, don't release any more music. Like let's just release this. Ride one. the wave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I like releasing music like pretty quickly. Like I like getting it out. Yeah work on it for so goddamn long. It's like, I know, it get it out, it, you know get it I mean? out. And it fills your sets too, right? Cause if you're like, all right, I have all this new stuff and you, you've played a cycle of three months where you're like, all right, well we made all this music. We want to put it out there because yeah. I want to play this in the club. I want to get these reactions. Right. Exactly. We have been playing out some of the new stuff. Oh really? If you're coming nice. today, you'll, you'll hear it. We're coming today. Yeah, yeah sure. Jeff, Jeff oh God, Good. guys, we're going to cement this podcast with some serious alcohol after this. <laughs> I love that. Definitely. I'm going to ruin your life. That's fine. Let's go. That's fine. Let's I go. got plenty of life to ruin. <laughs> plenty we, of life. Need, we need an after, like we need you guys to debrief in this episode and be like, Yo, it's 3 a.m. and I have Oh, we're, we're going to take some clips for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That luxury just demolished me. 100%. 100%. Post-pod. Thanks, thanks post for listening to the residency sponsored by me undies. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll do like a post-game report. Like a full, like, okay, that was rough, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say a number and I want to hear you guys' reaction. A billion streams. Like, that song body has a billion streams. Let's do another one. Like, is that, some, is that like, a, that's all I think of it. That's honestly. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like, does that even come across your mind sometimes? Like, we, that's crazy. We yeah, went to go look at your guys's, obviously when we were doing research for the episode and we we're like that, that number just obviously knew it was a ton, but that was like, yeah. dude? like a yeah. fucking billion. I, I yeah. believe it's nine zero. Yeah. It's nine, yeah, it's, yeah. What the hell is that? That's yeah. like, that has to be just like, I don't know. It's hard to even wrap your brain it's around. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I never thought like I was, I was stoked. To be like, this song is gonna get 10 million streams or like 20 million streams at, at the time. I was like, yeah, if this Lit. does that, like, I did my job. We're yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. You know what the challenge is? Is that it's not that we feel like we deserve better, but it's like sick, amazing. We got a billion streams, but we definitely believe that we're an artist that wants to be here for a long time, and we want to prove that to yeah. people, right, through our music. So. That's why we're still working nonstop, just you know, figuring out what our next releases are going to be, finding stuff that feels special. Yeah, not to chase that feeling, but just to show like we're serious. You yeah. know, we're not going anywhere. We're Do you look at it as like a, a challenge to you guys yourselves, right? Like, all right, we had a billion. Like, yeah, we got to, but not not yeah. a challenge. I don't think anyone shoots for that, right? Way. But seeing yeah. that it actually <laughs> happened that it is happens, like, yeah. like I, we, yeah. I when I looked, I was like, man, that just got to be like. Because we obviously like we're in the same world, right? We look at our numbers, we yeah, look at how things yeah. are doing, and that number is just like a it's absurd. It's yeah. an absurd, it's absurd number. Absurd. You don't, yeah. yeah, you don't want to pull a Dave Mustaine, and what I mean by that is he used to be part of Metallica before he was in Megadeth, right? Yeah. And then once he got kicked out, he founded Megadeth, which did amazing, but he's constantly just like, I'm not bigger than Metallica. Fuck this, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you'd want to use it as motivation, but not a shadow, you know, like, oh, everything we did since sucked because it wasn't as big as body. Yeah, yeah, because sure. this journey is so long yeah, and so, you know, um, 
takes so many different shapes and forms is what I'm trying to say. So we need to be at peace with the fact that make music you love and the rest will solve itself. So what is for the sure. long-term goal for you guys, right? Like what's like you sit there and you figure out, all right, cool. This is like, this is what we're trying to accomplish. Just keep making music. Yeah. As long as I don't go deaf, like knock on wood, like just <laughs> yeah. keep making music. You know what I mean? This is a forever thing. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah we we're, we're blessed to have what we have right now. And that's like a, a platform where it's like, as long as we just, keep making good music and not like fart in a mic kind of thing. Like, yeah, we're, keep I, I think, I think we'll do all right. I think yeah. we'll do all yeah, right. For sure. One of our main mentors in this entire journey has been Tiesto. Yeah. And, and talk about a career, right? So, yeah. so we kind of see it being a similar journey to that where it's like, you're happy, healthy, excited to do this, putting out your best music, even when you're, you know, at the age that he is, you know, that's, I think crushing still. still, he's crushing, still. crushing still crushing. Yeah. drink more Jaeger than all of us combined. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, I'm convinced he's an alien. He's an alien. Yeah, he's 100% alien. I'll second that 1000% unstoppable. I love him to death. Yeah. But like Tice, if you hear this, you're an alien. Relentless. Yeah. Absolutely relentless. Out of this world. Out of this world. Guys, at that luxury, check out the music, follow him on social, the whole nine. We're going to go party with them today. Yes, sir. Guys, appreciate you guys yes. coming. This was dope. Awesome we episode. A report us. back on how the party is. Oh, we're going to clip it in. We're going to clip it in. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. I want that mullet. like Just flowing in the fucking. Yeah, just out there. We'll slow-mo the wink with the hair going back. My hair might come down. You never know. Yeah, that would be good. I don't have any of that. All right, guys. We appreciate you at the residency pod. We'll see you next week.